Okay, you guys heard that, right? Yeah, sounds like it was coming from right behind you. Not funny. Guys, get it together. We're trying to do a podcast here. Hey, Boos. Welcome to another episode of the Boo Busters podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing Ohio's Franklin Castle, and it's where Franklin the Turtle lives. Yes. Is Do you it? remember that show? Yeah. Bobby and I were literally talking about that show last week. Hey, it's yes. Franklin. Hey, yes. it's Franklin. I, feel like- I loved it. I'm going to say that was Emily's like favorite show. <laughs> that in Little Bear. Oh, and oh. Bear in the Big Blue House. Yeah, okay. Bear in the Big Blue House. I ate that shit up. <laughs> I was a big fan of Roly Poly Oli. Yeah, Something I, about I the animals had, you, had your gears going. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I grew up thinking animals. Yeah. I liked Little Bear. Do you remember so that one movie where it was like the little badger and all of his little friends and they could just get some The like, Rescuers, wasn't it? No. No. Well, wait. <laughs> What are you talking about? She just got so offended that you even <laughs> suggested that was the rest. It was like a little badger and all his little forest friends, and they had to go on a mission to save something, but they ended up in like a little hot air balloon. I know what you're talking about, I'm but sorry. I don't know what, what was they even type in to find that. Was it for animals in a hot air balloon? <laughs> I don't know. Little kids movie with. Like I remember what you're talking about because I remember the VHS. Forest. Yeah, I was gonna say I remember the VHS cover for it. Oh my gosh, this one. What was it called? It wasn't a hot air balloon. Wasn't yeah, on a forest. it was like a boat, like a leafy boat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking love that. Maybe I'll watch it. <laughs> you probably still have it someplace. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. How's everybody's week going? Okay. Shabby. Mine was good. And you're feeling better. Everyone looks better yeah. and sounds better. Yeah, we're feeling better. Yeah. Party time. Starting the new year off right. Yo. Are we? I don't know. Are we? Oh, oh. I'm tired. Emmy's going axe throwing next week. Ooh. That's fun. She's going to take some anger out. Yeah, I'm sorry. Ooh. <laughs> I said I would not trust myself to do that. I feel like you would have a good time secretly. <laughs> I feel like I would have a good time, but I feel like the axe would come flying back at me and hit me in the head, so I cannot do that. I don't think so. That would be how I died. And (laughs) I would be the next episode of A Thousand Ways to Die. (laughs) Should we get into our pre-topic? No. The question is, what horror movie villain do you identify the most with and why? Mm. Hmm. Yeah, think about this one. What? I can't think of many. Oh. <laughs> Ian said, "Say Michael Myers because you want to kill your sister." Wait, that's, that's actually funny. Loki accurate. <laughs> oh god! Oh no! That was a good one. Oh, that was good. Um, who do you identify I would say, with? Yeah, who does he identify with? Who do you identify with? He seems like a Chucky kind of guy. Oh, I fucking hate Chucky. He fucking uh, hates Chucky. <laughs> same. That's fair. I don't know. I would have gone like Mike, but let's uh, other than him. Um, you give off Freddy Krueger vibes. I do. Freddy Krueger is a child molester. Molester <laughs> guy? Yeah. 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 
Wow, that's concerning. Like the that. so much. That's because that was the gay one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you think I about see. Your- I need to Google horror villains. <laughs> we, when I posted that TikTok that one time where it was like ranking horror villains and I ranked him like as a no and everybody was coming for me because he was me over <laughs> I was like, listen, I didn't realize that he was gay, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, For me, I would say Carrie because she just wanted to look pretty for one night and have a good time and it got ruined. Yeah, um, I haven't chosen one. yet. She, villain, she, she was, though, technically. Oh. Yeah. Nah. Mm. Yeah. She was the anti-hero. Yeah. Huh. You think so? Yeah. yeah. I know so. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about... Do you guys think I'm Annabelle? Yeah. Ooh. Cute, <laughs> but, like... Cute, but deadly. Yeah. What'd you say? Cute, but, I'm Annabelle. Cute, but, like, low-key demonic. Ooh. Low key, funny. <laughs> <laughs> like it's fitting, right? Yeah. I like it, yeah. Oh, also, we found Purdy's birth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was looking at that and trying to figure that out. Like, was that from two years ago? No. Was I messaged. From- so I have been thinking about how I'm upset that I don't have any baby Purdy pictures besides the one that's on the dual website that she was bred for. So mm-hmm. I made Brooke stalk the owner of where we got her from. And they just so happened to tag the original breeder in a picture. And I clicked through and we found all these baby Purdy pictures. So I found their Instagram and I DM'd them asking who the parents were for that litter because I was interested in knowing what they looked like and what their names were because I had one of the puppies. And that's what they said back and they haven't answered me. Oh, they were kind of dicks then now that I have more of them. They were kind of snippy. Yeah. Yeah. So we were like trying to figure out why were they being so snippy about their... Now I'm nervous that they're going to try and steal her. That they're like, that was an invalid purchase. They shouldn't have given her away. And I'm like, oh, the message. But now we have baby pretty pictures and they're so cute. She nice. so oh, you should send me some later. I'll send you some right now. Yeah, she'll send you some right now. She looks so different. Does she? I literally like was mm-hmm. crying a little. Wait, I'm going to send you her mommy first. You can tell it's her by the face though. Okay. These first two are her mommy. Aww. She looks like her mommy. Yeah. She looks just like her mommy. Like that could literally be the same dog. Except for that Aww. dog looked kind of dirty. Aww. Stop it. <laughs> Isn't she so widowy and cute? Wait, what was her OG name? They didn't name them. Yeah, oh. they just They do it by like colored collars. Big girl. But now she's a pretty girl. Do we have anything else to add to pre topic? I don't think so. Should we get into the history, Emmy? Yeah. Franklin Castle, located in Cleveland, Ohio, is a lovely Victorian Queen Anne-style home that was built between 1881 and 1883 for a man named Hans Tiedemann, who was a wealthy German immigrant. He moved into the house with his mother, his wife Louise, and their children. Their home was named Franklin Castle for the road that it sat on, which was Franklin Boulevard. Unfortunately, tragedy struck on January 15, 1891. Tiedemann's 15-year-old daughter, Emma, passed away due to untreated diabetes. 
Soon after, Tiedemann's mother also passed away in the house. Over the next three years, the Tiedemanns lost three more children inside the castle. Jesus Sounds Lord. like CPS needs to visit. <laughs> <laughs> in order to take Luisa's mind off the endless heartbreak, Hans started adding onto the house. That sounds like the fucking Winchester house. Yeah. He added a ballroom, which runs the whole length of the floor on the fourth floor, and turrets and gargoyles were added to the exterior, which gave the home a more castle-like appearance. In 1895, Louise died at the age of 57 due to liver disease. The next year, he sold the house to another family, and by 1908, he was dead, leaving behind no other family to inherit all of his wealth. Wow. In 1913, the house was bought by the German Socialist Party. From 1921 to 1968, the house was used for various German and cultural organizations. In 1968, the house was sold again, this time to the Romano family. James Romano and his wife intended to turn the castle into a restaurant, but the Romanos claimed the house was filled with ghosts who would not allow them to renovate the home into a restaurant. In 1974, the Romanos sold the house to Sam Muscatello, who originally wanted to renovate the house into a church. That is so weird. Right. The ghosts again allegedly hindered this, so he instead decided to turn it into a castle force attraction. Hmm. In 1975, human bones were found in the closet in the house, but it was believed that they were planted there by Muscatello in order to draw publicity as he started offering ghost tours of the property. Yeah, I don't believe that. (laughs) He added that there. In 1982, the castle was listed on the National Register of Historic Places. And in 1984, Michael Delvinco, who was Judy Garland's fifth and last husband, bought the castle, and he immediately started renovating it. Over the next 10 years, he spent close to $1 million on the house, and he even managed to find some of the original furnishings. He ended up selling the house in 1994. Could you imagine spending that much fucking money on a house just to sell it? Well, did he did he flip it? (laughs) I don't know. From nineteen ninety four to nineteen ninety nine, the castle remained empty. In ninety nine, a woman named Michelle Heinberger bought the castle in the carriage house for three hundred fifty thousand dollars with money she had from Yahoo stock she received from being one of the company's early employees. Can you imagine? (laughs) That is not that much fucking money. Yeah, (laughs) that is wild. Mm -hmm. She had always been fascinated with the home and intended to restore it to its former self, but unfortunately a fire damaged the castle that same year while the repairs were being made. The full restoration could not be completed. In 2004, there were rumors that the castle was going to undergo renovations to be turned into a club. Could you fucking imagine? (laughs) There were some minor renovations, but nothing substantial ever came of these rumors. In March of 2011, the carriage house was damaged in a fire. In July of 2011, the castle was rezoned in order to become a three-family building. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. Wasn't that, like, that's that That pisses me off. That happens to so many historic homes. Mm-hmm. Like, look at fucking downtown Glens Falls, for example. It is now owned by European tapestry artist Chiara Donna Adele, who bought it in 2011 for $260,000. They offer a variety of tours and events in the castle, and they seem to be pretty popular as tickets sell out fairly quickly. So it's not a freestanding family building anymore? No, because they do, like, I don't know. It's kind of confusing because I was trying to look on their website, but their website, like, gave me a seizure almost while I was looking at it. 
they offer like a bunch of tours and stuff. So I don't think there's anybody living in there now. But also, can we talk about what a fucking steal for a castle? Literally. If I had money like that, easily. Right. Franklin Castle has come to be known as the most haunted house in all of Ohio. But unfortunately, a lot of the claims seem to be based on lies. So we're going to try to break it down for you and separate fact from fiction. What we know for certain is that several members of the Tiedemann family passed away in the house. After the first few deaths, people began speculating that Hans Tiedemann was murdering his family members, and people also thought that he built several secret passageways and tunnels in the house when he added in the ballroom. They claimed that Louise would use these hidden tunnels to escape from his abusive bouts. When Louise died, people claimed that Hans had forced several women to have sexual relations with him, and that he even murdered many other people. However, according to historians, none of these claims are true, and Hans was a very loving and well-respected family man. Even more speculation about the house started after Hans had moved out and passed away. When it was being used by the German Socialist Party, people thought that Nazis were living there and claimed that 20 people died in the house during one of their parties because of a political disagreement. But none of these deaths are on any official record. Oh, God. (laughs) When the Romanos lived in the castle, their children claimed that they could see and play with several ghostly children, one of whom they described as a crying girl, which was thought to be the spirit of Emma Tiedemann. The Romano family also claimed that they could regularly hear organ music being played, even though they didn't own an organ, footsteps, clinking glasses, and they could see the ceiling lamps turning on their own. One night, Mrs. Romano claimed that she woke up on the bedroom floor screaming and that there was an unseen entity screaming right next to her, which she believed was Louise. I would shit. <laughs> yeah, I would not like that. <laughs> Imagine. Well, <laughs> you would piss your pants. <laughs> I'd be doing my ass out of there. <laughs> yeah. Imagine All of the activity in the house led them to seek help from paranormal investigators. Allegedly, one of the investigators ran out mid-investigation and advised the Romanos to contact a priest to perform an exorcism on the house. The priest told them that there were evil spirits lurking inside that were too powerful to get rid of, so this is what allegedly prompted the Romanos to leave in 1974. When Muscatello was doing tours in the house, he left out a guest book for people to write their experiences in. People started writing various stuff in the books that again led to speculation that Hans Tiedemann was an evil man. People claimed that they could see a woman dressed in all black, and they speculated that she was a maid named Rachel who turned Tiedemann down, to which he subsequently murdered her. Rumors stated that Tiedemann murdered his 13-year-old niece Karen in the house by hanging her up in one of the supposed secret tunnels. They also claimed that someone was murdered in one of the bedrooms with an axe and that several baby corpses were found hidden in a secret room. This claim sparked rumors that a doctor lived in the house after the Tiedemann family who experimented on babies. Jesus. Yeah. Historian William Kredgesee has disputed all of these claims in his book Haunted Franklin Castle, in which he stated that by all accounts, Holmes Tiedemann loved his family and was a well-respected member of the community who donated to many charities. He claimed that the stories about Hans were embellished to spark interest in the home and tours. He did claim, though, that he has visited the castle and does believe it is haunted, but not by anything malicious. So people were just making up stories in that little book that Muscatello put out. That would be wild. Franklin Castle is a few moments in pop culture. Starting in 2016, the castle was featured in an episode of Paranormal Lockdown. During their investigation, the team heard disembodied voices pleading for help. In 2020, the Ghost Adventures team visited the castle. 
During their investigation, they experienced hearing strange footsteps, banging sounds, unexplained voices, EVP stating, kill you, is anybody there, and run. Zach saw three figures walking in the graveyard outside along with various other shadow figures throughout the house, and they felt energy shifts throughout the castle. Lastly, in 2020, there was an episode of Holzer Files in which they conduct an investigation of the castle. The premise of the show is that a team of investigators takes the case files from Dr. Hans Holzer, who has been touted as America's first ghost hunter, and they reopen them to see if there was any validity to what he wrote. They have assistance from the daughter of Hans Holzer with Franklin Castle. They found the Holzer went to the location three times, completely buried all of his findings on it other than a mystery tape recording they found. During their investigation of the castle, they encountered mysterious footsteps, heavy energy, static feelings, camera malfunction, whimpering sounds, and even caught what they believe to be the spirit of Emma on the camera. They conclude that the house is haunted by Emma and her mother Louise, but they state that they felt no dark energy on the property like many others have claimed. All right, for my boo crew, I thought it would be fun to talk about some of um, haunted holiday tales. There are seven scary Christmas wars. Because it's Ooh. kind of still Christmassy. Ooh. The first is Belschnickel. Its um, origin is southwestern Germany. It is a German monster who visits children to whip them into shape as a foil to Jolly St. Nicholas. Oh. Krampus, obviously, from Eastern Europe, particularly Germany, Germany and Austria. Um, derives from the German word Krampen, meaning claw, is a half goat, half man monster hailing from the eastern alpine region of Europe. Rumored to punish children who have been naughty on the evening of December 5th by whipping them, eating them, or dragging them to hell. Ooh. Then there's the Yule Lads, which origin is Iceland. They are 13 mischievous boys, each with a distinct name and description, which cause mayhem in the 13 days leading up to Christmas. They dwell in a mountain cave with their parents and a cat. Um, then there's Frau Perchta. I don't think I said that right. Austria and Germany. Also known as Birchta and other variations is the goddess from Alpine, Alpine paganism in the early Middle Ages. Um, Nisse, which is Norway, known as a totem in Sweden, is what you would think of as a gnome, a tiny bearded man wearing a red cone-shaped hat. They like to stay around farms and help with chores. In return, they request a bowl of porridge and butter on top. Hans Trap, um, also known as the Christmas Scarecrow. Then I don't even fucking know how to say that, but it's from Greece and Southern <laughs> Europe. It's like Kalakintorazai. And that was it. Ooh. I wouldn't want to fuck with that Scarecrow. Oh, yeah. Finishing out really quick, Bobby, what do you think about Franklin Castle? I think it sounds pretty cool, but I don't think it's haunted. I think it's probably haunted, but I don't think it's as like as crazy as people claim that it is. Yeah. I think people were making stuff up in that Ooh. book, because when you think about it, they really could have been. I meant to look this up real quick. Franklin. I would feel so bad, though, if I was one of those people that wrote that kind of stuff in there, and then it like got all taken out of context. I would never do something like that. Oh, this is like a legit castle. Yeah. Like, that's what I think a castle would look like. <laughs> In Ohio. Isn't that so oh, Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should visit. Yeah.
Next week, we're going to be talking about Bolton Mine in Arizona. We went down a mine in a hot minute. Yeah, so it's like a mine and it's a ghost town. Ooh. Yeah, fun stuff. What are your thoughts on today's topic? Did we miss anything? We would love to hear from you, so please DM us. Don't forget to give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at boo.busters.podcast. Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. While you're at it, tell a friend. Tell them to hop on the Boo Crew train. Choo-choo. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Peace out.